Daniel's Dread Tales is a show for grown-ups. It may contain adult language and adult themes. Please check the episode description for content warnings. Welcome back to Daniel's Dread Tales. I'm your host, Daniel Fernandez. Thanks for joining us. This week we're going to be playing a kind of famous scenario called Jailbreak by Greg Stolze using a system called Elemental, though it was originally written for Unknown Armies. It's going to pit our players against one another. Some people might die horribly. It's a real good time. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Daniel's Dread Tales. Uh, today we're going to be playing a fun little game called Jailbreak. Uh, well... Maybe it'll be less fun and more horrifying. And I'm joined by several amazing people today. Let's uh, maybe go around and have you folks introduce yourselves and what character you're playing. I am, of course, your host, Daniel Fernandez, he, him, and I'll be playing the Game Master. That works. Um, I'm Damien, he, they. I uh, will be playing Morton Willits, the quiet one. Hello, my name is Lav. Any pronouns work for me. Uh, and I am playing Janet Matisse. I'm on your side. I'm a lawyer. Oh. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> Rest well, in peace. Well, she's my favorite character already. Rest in peace, my vocal cords. Yeah, that's a dangerous game you're playing. I am Michael Fernandez. I am playing Officer Jakes Bundy. He him. Me and the character. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nathan Friedman, regular around here. Pronouns he, him, and I am playing as Steve Updike. Russell McCracken, he, they, and I will be playing Uder Krasmerski. We got some voices going on this week. Okay. All right. We're going to be playing an Elemental, which is a uh, universal system. And I think it's pretty fun. We mostly just roll D6s and add stuff together and... That's how it goes. You should be able to pick it up. All right. So now let's basic is as basic does. Exactly. It was not a quiet night. A sudden storm blew across the farmlands, bringing thunder and lightning. An old man and his wife looked out at the storm as it turned to hail. They discussed going to the cellar, deciding to do so only if the weather became more extreme. They did not listen to the radio so they didn't hear the news. They didn't try to call anyone, so they didn't know their phone lines had been cut. They did not know that there had been a jailbreak. They did not know a guard had been taken hostage by convicts, convicts who had seized a van on the highway. Maybe the wife briefly saw a face at the window, dismissed it as a trick of the light and her own fancy. Maybe the husband squinted his aged eyes into the storm, but their dog was quiet, their house was secure from the storm, and neither really suspected. They had no clue until they felt a cold draft from the direction of the back door, until they turned and saw a large man pointing a pistol at them. He was soaking wet, dressed in orange coveralls with Surrey State Penitentiary stenciled on the front and back. His eyes were wide, but his voice was calm as he said, Do what we say. And nobody dies. This is how our adventure begins. We see... Actually, 
everybody, tell me what your character is doing. Uh, Nathan, I think you probably start us out. Uh, I say Nathan. I should probably be using your character name, which is uh, what was Jake? Steve. 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 Guy, <laughs> Jake sorry. is Jake is another guy. Sorry, I'm getting my character names down here. I got it all written down. I just wrote down the wrong thing. Steve, tell me what. <laughs> tell me about Steve. What what Steve is doing here? Uh, currently taking hostages. Um, you see, as you're going in the back door here, you have come into a kitchen, a pretty normal looking kitchen. You don't immediately see the couple who had been sitting in the living room, but they heard the door bust open and they both moved over and saw you coming in. What is everybody doing? That's what, that's what our buddy Steve is doing. Uh, uh, what's everybody else up to? And sort of establish who you are. Too. Okay. Uh, so to clarify, uh, there are hostages in this situation, right? Yes. Okay. You are one of them. I yeah. Uh, <laughs> Janet is. Uh, this was yeah. not how she was expecting her Monday night to go. Um, she was on her way to like go talk with one of her clients. You know, rub some elbows when she got snatched by Steve. And now she's like, she looks at the farmer and is like, I, you know, I highly recommend you listen to what he says. He's got, he's got some real good fists on him, if you know what I mean. I think maybe more important is the gun he has in his hands, but. Oh, yeah, he also has a gun. Uh, he may or may not have pistol whipped me with it. 10 out of 10, not a fan. <laughs> Who else wants to do something? Well, that gun that Steve has just so happens to be my gun as I'm handcuffed and being led in here. A little bit beat up, still wearing my uh, correctional officer uniform, uh, obviously being taken. And uh, what are you doing? I'm looking around, maybe trying to see an opening, but not particularly going to do anything at the moment. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Luther Krasmerski is reacting with surprised terror. Okay. What does that sound like? <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> just so you guys are aware when you're looking around the kitchen here you see there are two doors uh then it leads into a dining room and then you take a left and go into a living room which has another couple doors on it Uter, your wife sort of uh grabs your arm a little bit and says Uter, what are we going to do just just stick on it get behind me it'll it'll be fine um, and there's one more person, I suppose, who hasn't done anything. What are you doing, uh, Morton? No, right? Morton? Yeah, yeah, Morton. So Morton is kind of coming in the door last, leading Jake by the handcuffs. And, like, at this point, he kind of looks at the Krasmerskis and just says, Look, if you... if." If you just do what uh, my associate says, you'll you'll get out of this. We 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 won't be here any longer than we need to be. Just so you guys are aware, the issue is while you did steal Janet's van, uh, unfortunately it ran out of gas, and the storm is coming down too much. And if you're going to get out of here. You're probably going to need a car, but in the terrible hail and whatnot, her car is both out of gas and has a flat tire. Yeah. And it's uh, a little ways down the road. So, what do we do? This strikes me as a, as a hunker down kind of situation. So, 
Steve, who is still, you know, holding the gun, says, Now, I can be a reasonable man. You just have to, you know, be able to be reasoned with here. So, you're going to do what I say. No one's going to get hurt. We're going to spend a nice long night here, wait out the storm, and then we'll grab some gas and be out of your hair. Sound fair? Why why you come in here with you? We have nothing. Hmm. Well, that's not for you to decide, unfortunately, so I'm going to need you to just stay there and stay calm, okay, buddy? Okay. I think Uter will sit down on the couch beside Ella. All right. Looking terrified a bit. Sitting in the living room? Yeah. Yeah. There are enough chairs for everybody in the living room to sit down and, uh, have a pleasant little chat. There is a door leading to the front porch from here. There's also looks like a closet and a door leading to a bathroom, as well as to another small door that you're not sure where it leads to. I mean, Uder knows where it goes, but the, the rest of you don't know where it goes. And is anybody trying to do anything in particular? Or are we all just going to sit down and have a lovely evening? I think Janet kind of like settles herself in. Um, her hair is up in like a real messy bind. She's she's been uh, tugged around a lot, but you know this is the life she's kind of chosen. Uh, she looks at Steve and is like, uh, you know, not to tell you how to do your job. You know, uh, clearly you are the professional here, but you know maybe you should case the place to make sure they don't have any like kids, grandkids, hiding upstairs, waiting to, you know, get the jump on ya. That is a wonderful idea. Janet, was it? Yeah. Janet, attorney at law. Thank you, Janet. Uh, Morton, can you case the joint? <laughs> I've got to stay I... here pointing this gun at people. I, I, yeah, I can, I can do that. Um, and at that, Morton's gonna leave the room, and rather, I'm gonna leave the room, and start looking through the kitchen and seeing like basically i'm going to go through room by room and look to see what i can find all right is my goal uh starting with the kitchen which is the room that we came through okay first. so we'll uh be following morton for a little bit but let me know uh anybody sitting in the room here if there's anything you want to do uh right now it's the kaminsky's uh, everybody else and uh i guess the is the dog in there Uder? do you think where do we think the dog is Oh, I was about to ask you. Yeah, I think he's sort of just sitting at my feet, looking concerned. All right. Is he is he snarling or anything, or is he just sitting there sort of quietly? He's sitting there quietly. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Okay, good. I'm glad to know he's a good boy. Most dogs are good boys. All dogs are good boys. Okay. Except for girls. Then, then they're good girls. Do dogs have a gender non-binary? Questions for later. <laughs> you step through the dining room on the way to the kitchen. You see that there is several stout chairs arranged around. There's there's a little cabinet where you think they maybe store silverware or something like that. If there's anything, you can look around that room. But you said you want to look around the kitchen. So... The kitchen is sort of big and well-appointed. It looks a little old-fashioned, but there is a really big refrigerator. It looks like it's a combination freezer-fridge. There's no okay. dishwasher, though. However, by the sink, there's this bizarre Rube Goldberg-looking device. You guys were so uh, flustered when you were coming in, maybe you didn't notice it. It looks like it has, like, eight different hands, like small little hands that sort of reach out. It's got, like, a soap and like a sponge like built into it 
and it seems like it might wash the dishes by hand, as it were, but there's like a big crank on it, too. Well, that's neat. Is there is there anything else of note in the kitchen that I can find, or would you like me to roll for that? I mean, just tell me, are you going to be looking anywhere in particular? Just tell me where you would want to look. I'm going to try and, like, quietly check out the drawers. Uh, like, I'm not looking to make too much noise. But, like, I'm I'm kind of looking to see if there's anything potentially important or valuable in the drawers or anything like that. And you said the kitchen had two doors off of it as well? Yes, there are two doors okay. going off of it. And so, yeah, after I, like, take a look through the kitchen, like, take, you know, peek in the fridge, in, like, the pan- uh, any, like, pantries, anything like that. One of the anything... doors leads to a pantry. But as you're, like, going through the drawers, you do find there are some knives in here to speak about things that might be directly applicable to you including one large uh, sort of butcher knife. Okay, I'm going to pick that up and just kind of squirrel it away. Okay. One of the doors leads to a pantry, and it's full of dry goods and canned food. And on the counter there, there's like a little counter in there, there's a little man in a tuxedo. A little toy man in a tuxedo sitting on the counter with his hands out. Like, hands out in like a palms up gesturing looking to like hold something motion or and is it like a porcelain thing is it like a bobblehead it looks like it might be made out of like some sort of metal and it seems to be you know it's like a little almost kind of looks like a little action figure and he's got his arms arms out as if waiting to be given something okay i'm gonna just like file that away for later that that seems a little odd but morton's seen weird shit i'm gonna check the other door all right it's an unlocked. It's an unlocked door that leads leads you to a flight of stairs that yeah. go upward. Yep, up the stairs I go. Okay, great. Let's take a peek back down in the living room. What's everybody doing? Anybody doing anything in particular? I think Janet is probably gonna go like scope out the bathroom. Um, listen, Steve, I don't. I don't mean to be a bud in here, but I need to use the little ladies' room. You can keep me handcuffed. That's, like, totally fine. Um, you know, if you need to pose somebody up as a god, I totally understand. Not my first rodeo here, but I just... I really need to go to the bathroom. Is there a position, Dan, that I can... That Steve can stand where he can see both the bathroom and the living room? Yes. So the bathroom, which I suppose Uder could point you to, is in the corner of the... The door to the bathroom is off of the living room. So okay. uh, you'll be good there. But you'll have to sort of Use be... Use the good towels. You will have to sort of break your attention a little bit to sort of be looking at both. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's that's workable. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's, that's fine, Janet. Uh, I'm not... I'm not a monster. I'm reasonable. You may use the bathroom. Thank Just you. I appreciate be quick about it or whatever. Absolutely. Uh, and she looks at uh, Uder. By the way, do you have any like Febreze in there? I had some chimmies for lunch. It's not. It's not doing a good thing for my stomach. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think you would have anything particular in your bathroom? Uh, probably not. Oh, I'm an old person. I probably got like eight different products. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Say a prayer for me while I'm in there. I will try to be quick. She goes to the bathroom, but she doesn't actually, like, really need to go. She just wants to snoop around. Uh, I should note, there are two windows in the bathroom that lead outside. She doesn't care about the window. She just wants to (laughs) snoop around. Um, The bathroom itself 
is pretty much an unassuming bathroom. As you're looking through it, you find a hernia truss underneath one of the things there. A bunch of old people medicines and whatnot. But okay. generally a pretty uh, boring bathroom. It are seems. there like any little tiny uh, scissors in there that are like like you would use to like maybe trim stray hair or anything like that? Yeah, it seems like this is maybe not the, the master bathroom, but you do find uh, some stuff there. Yes. Okay. Um, just a little bit of stuff that Uder left down there for maybe if he needs to do some fixing, but it seems like most of the stuff is upstairs. Okay. Just because she wants to have a backup plan in case Steve and Warden get any funny ideas. At first, she's going to flush the toilet and just to really sell it, she's like, oh God, I'm so sorry, Uder. Oh God, the chimneys. Uh, but she's like glad I don't have a sense of smell anymore. She's gonna quickly like grab those scissors and like any anything sharp she can find. Yeah, I think you could find some scissors. They're not gonna be particularly useful, but you know they they might help you out a little bit. Back in the main room, Uder, your wife sitting next to you, is whispering with the other one upstairs, and he is distracted. Can, can we do something? No, no, Ella, sit tight. It'll all be over soon. No, it's not. They say they're going to be here all night. That man has a gun. He's waving it around. I'm... Uh, we've had house guests before. You are taking this very well, darling. Well, what can we do? There's things we could do. Elaborate. You know, we can't We can't talk about this. And she sort of... He could help. And she has now sort of moved closer. Jake, you're sort of sitting there having a rough time of it. What are you doing right now? I think I'm just trying to get a lay of the situation. I don't know enough about who Uter and Ella are. Obviously, I don't want to get them too involved in this if I don't have to. Like, I'm trying to be not seen. Just being a planting, as you will. Trying to see where this is going to go. Because it doesn't seem like there's... You know, I'm in handcuffs here. It's not like I'm going to be able to go take the gun out of his hand when he's got it pointed at me. Yeah, exactly. So... And you are still handcuffed, so. Yeah. Um, Morton has the uh, the keys. Although Uder, I don't know, maybe Uder has a lockpick or something around here. Or uh, could easily make one. I don't know. All right. That's enough of downstairs. Sort of everybody's sort of holding tight a little bit. Janet, do you come out of the bathroom eventually? Or? Yeah, she does. She uh, lays the Febreze on really thick. <laughs> Oh, God, I do not recommend going in there for at least ten minutes. Um, you know, Are you going to wash your fucking hands? I did. Do, do you want to watch me do it again? And she goes and she, like, um, washes her hands and is, like, making eye contact with Steve to make sure that he sees that she's washing her hands. Um, as Thank you know, you. I am a lactose intolerant baddie and uh, dairy just doesn't sit well with me. Steve is clearly nurse would be nursing a headache if he wasn't holding a gun. <laughs> Upstairs, there's just a little it's just a little hallway where there are six doors, three on the left, two on the right, and one at the end of the hallway. None of them look particularly noticeable, but if you want to be looking around or listening, uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll try the first door. Okay. Uh, the the one right ahead of you. Uh, this yeah. seems to lead into what's probably a master bedroom. There's a big, you know, sort of a big bed that seems like it has been used recently. There's a few chairs, lamps, and several bookshelves. And there is, as you suspected, 
somebody else upstairs. There's a lovely young girl. She's like a teen, probably 14 or 15 years old. She's wearing a blue velvet dress, and she's sitting in a chair holding a violin. She does not look up when you come into the room. Miss, uh, I'm going to have to ask you to come with me downstairs. All right. As soon as you uh, say that, she looks up and says, Would you like me to play for you? No, no, not not currently, but thank you for the offer. If you could, would please kindly follow me downstairs. Would you like me to play for you? No, but the folks downstairs would love you to play for them. What song would you like me to play? Well, you will have to ask them once you get downstairs. What song would you like me to play? Would you like me to play for you? No, I would she... like you to go downstairs. She does not move, besides uh, she's she's looking up at you and holding her violin. So is there a light switch in this room by chance? Uh, yeah. I would like to flick that light switch on. This looks like a normal girl sitting here who just is not moving. Okay. Um... She seems to be breathing, though. She seems to, you know, be sort of a normal-looking girl, but she doesn't seem to have much to say. I'm going to go over and uh, try and, like, gently guide her out of the chair that she's in. As you start to pull her out of the chair, she seems to be kind of stuck in the chair. Uh, let's have you uh, try to force her out of the chair if you would like. Or you could just, because just trying to pick her up normally is not doing it. Would you like to try to get a little bit more force on her, or do you think you're okay? You know what? Yeah, sure. I'll uh, put a little bit more force into it. All right. How about you make uh, a toughness check for me? Okay, I'm assuming Mighty Blow wouldn't work for this. No, no, no. You're not using a <laughs> Mighty I mean, uh, baby. Yeah, I mean, you're a hardened criminal. You tell me what you're doing to this child. No, I, I wouldn't be using... I wouldn't be going that far. And I add the uh, rating to that. Yeah, to add your rating roll, right? to it. Yeah. And if so you roll five. a six, it explodes. Yeah, I rolled a five. You rolled a five. In total. All right. Um, as you are starting to pick her up, um, she continues to say her two phrases. What would you like me to play for you? And you realize that she is not a girl. She is some sort of clockwork thing. She's made out of gears and sprockets, and that's all underneath it. Like, you look a little bit under her dress, not that you were trying to be a creep or anything, but just as you were moving, that's what happened. And while she is made to appear to be realistic, she is just a being made out of gears and metal. She is another machine. Okay, so... Reverse course of action. No, no, not not a real girl. I need you to actually make a, a spirit roll to deal with the fact that... Because oh. this is really creepy. Okay, spirit roll is done on 2d6? 2d6, yes. And I'm aiming for lower than my spirit? Yes, you gotta... You multiply your numbers, and then you want to get lower than your spirit. Oh, okay. Okay, so I multiply one by the other, so that yes. would be an 8. And yep, that's below my spirit. So you don't freak out. I mean, no, it's I do not weird. Yeah, it, I'm slightly disconcerted, definitely. Yes, um, yeah, so after that, I'm gonna kind of check out the rest of the room. You know, check out the, the, the drawers and any, like, closet or anything like that that might there, be here. There is a closet here, yes. It's a, it's a bedroom. There's clothes. Nothing else in particular, though, uh, stands out at you. Um, you know, there's books on the shelves, uh, some of which are in English, some of which are not. But generally, outside of this remarkably weird clockwork girl, there's there's nothing else. She does continue to ask, 
What would you like me to play for you? As I'm leaving the room, I'll say something by Chopin and then move on to the next room. All right. As you close the door on her, she starts to play the violin. Um, you can hear it, and uh, the folks downstairs might be able to hear it as well. So, yeah, folks downstairs, you hear the faint sounds of a violin coming from upstairs. Oh, he's found Natalie. I hope he's not fucking around with it too much. Is is Natalie like your granddaughter, your daughter, adopted child? It's, it's like a fancy music box. It's, don't worry about it. I love music. Um, hey, Morton, what the fuck is going on up there? Just kind of shout upstairs. All right. Uh, to do that, you'll need to maybe stick your head into the uh, dining room a little bit to to get that going on. But uh, I just want to point out that Jake seems a little bit distracted at the moment. I also uh, will say Jake this. Does? Uder, uh, just real quick. Um, as a master sort of mechanical guy, as is becoming clear, any sort of mechanical devices, any of these things that you have around here, you could very easily turn into lockpicks. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I'm handcuffed, aren't I? No, no, you're not uh, handcuffed. I am the only one with handcuffs on. Yes. I believe. Yeah, Jake is handcuffed. Yeah, I will absolutely attempt to make some. Did I say? Picks. Did I say Jake needs to go to the other room? I meant Steve. Yeah, Jesus you did. <laughs> They're all just faceless thugs to me. <laughs> all right. Even um, the one who's also a hostage. Yeah. Especially that person. Oof. And with a crack of thunder and lightning, the power goes out. Ah, oh, fuck. Hey, everybody, stay fucking still. Uh, what does everybody do when the lights go out? I start shouting, egg, 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 egg. Steve, a dog jumps on you. Oh. And tries to rip your throat out. What a good boy. <laughs> uh, Daniel, I need to know right here and now, is this a real dog? It appears to be a real dog. I can't shoot a real dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a, isn't your guy kind of a piece of shit? <laughs> Actually, it one of his drives is that he loves animals. Oh, okay. <laughs> he loves animals. Uh, I actually get a plus two attribute to dealing with animals, so... Okay. You know what? Well, first it's going to try to bite you. Let's. I gotta find dog stats here. Just a sec. He is going to try to hit you with his unarmed strike. He's going to make an attack roll, and you're going to make an agility roll to try to avoid it. 1d6 plus my agility score? Six total. He got a seven, unfortunately. He got a Seriously? Seven. He rolled a six. Um, this dog does not fuck around. Um, Apparently clearly. Not. Yeah. A and very he, good boy. And he bites down on you, dealing you four damage. And uh, you can tell these are metal teeth that are biting down on you. Thanks for listening. I hope y'all been enjoying yourself so far. Just a friendly reminder that we want you to join us on our Daniel's Dread Tales Discord. I'm on there. I'm nice. Come on, say hi. You can find a link to it in our episode description or on our Twitter, at Dan's Dread Tales. All one word. You can talk to the cast about the show, suggest what we should play next, or maybe just talk about Godzilla. Okay, gun time. <laughs> yes. But uh, in the chaos, who do we think goes first? I guess Steve, I get... There's an initiative stat. Yes, the initiative stat. So let's, let's make sure we get everybody in order here. So the first person to... Go, I mean, it's a tie between 
Uter and Janet. Who do we want to go first? Uh, I can go first. I got some. Uh, Uter sort of just stands there and says, wow, I didn't know if that was going to work. That's all Uter does. That is all Uter does. (laughs) This guy is really something, huh? Janet, what do you do? Janet is going to try to get the dog off of Steve. Are you on Steve's side here? She's on the side of her career. You got the Stockholm Syndrome bad. (laughs) You got Stockholm Syndrome for Steve. This guy sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's more that she's worried that Morden's gonna, like, think that the hostages had something to do with this and is not looking to get capped, so... Well, to be fair, one of the hostages did have something to do with it. (laughs) True, 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 true. (laughs) All right. Um, um, actually, <laughs> actually, instead of her going to help Steve, I think she's just going to go upstairs. Okay, you're just going to run upstairs? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that'll be your action for this turn. You're just running, going upstairs. Her line, uh, this is basically what it looks like. She looks like she's going to like go and help Steve. She thinks about it for a second and is like, hmm. He's got a gun, and if he's more likely to betray anybody, it's gonna be the hostages. Um, and she's just gonna go see what Morden's up to. In the dark, you're gonna go run upstairs in the dark? Yeah, she's gonna see with her special eyes. Okay, make an agility check to not fall down. Okay. Uh, a five. Okay, you're good. You... Don't hit yourselves on anything sharp or anything as you uh, go towards the kitchen and go upstairs. Janet, a real hero going on here. Yeah. Steve, you're up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot the robot dog. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, what should I add to my role for gun? Uh, do you have uh, gun training? Do you have weapon mastery gun? I do not. No, you don't. I do. Uh, so, so just agility. It's just okay. agility. So D6 plus two again, a five. All right. You hit the dog. <laughs> yeah. So just as it's kind of like tearing at me, I just, with the arm that it's not tearing at, I just kind of try and shoot it in the side and succeed seemingly. Not that it probably does much, does it? Well, it does it does two damage. Just it straight up does two flat damage, which is very good just to do two flat damage to somebody. Oh, also roll a D6 for me. Roll a D6. Okay. Two damage plus a D6. A one. God damn it. <laughs> okay. So three damage. Alright, how much life does this dog have? Unfortunately, that is enough to destroy this dog. You destroy its head, and it breaks into a bunch of gears and springs and whatnot. This is upsetting. Anybody who sees this, who did not know that the dog was a robot, will need to make a spirit check. Wait, isn't it pitch Uh, black? You know, it is pitch black, so I guess not. So, just Steve, then. (laughs) Yeah, I guess just Steve, then. But Uter knows it was a robot. No. Oh, wait. Did Uter forget it was a robot? <laughs> she did. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. No, that totally fits with Uter. Also, your dog just died, um, which is upsetting in its own way. <laughs> Basically, everybody thinks that Steve's a dog murderer. 
real charmer Steve here is. <laughs> so roll two dice, multiply them together, and see if you got underneath your uh, your spirit. I rolled a 25. I got far under. Oof. You got a 25? Yeah, I rolled far <laughs> over. <laughs> Oof. So that means that actually your spirit is going to permanently go down by one, and you need to make a an unwise action. You are going to, like, react dramatically. You have a gun in your hand. Yeah, I uh, I start wildly shooting at where I thought the last known location of Uter. You motherfucker, what the fuck did you just send at me? I'm going to have you roll. I'm going to have you shoot. the Uter, you're going to have plus two to your uh, defense. So both of you guys roll. Just a d6? Uh, a d6 plus your, your dodge, which would be agility. And for me, it's also a d6 plus agility. Yes. So I rolled total seven. With that plus two, I also got a seven. I'm going to say he misses you because it's dark. But yeah, things have gotten out of hand. All right. For clarification, did you shoot wildly or did you shoot a shot? I was going for wildly. <laughs> okay. How many bullets would you say that is? Not that I'm counting. Like. Not that I know. Three-ish. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Let me uh, double check how many bullets. How many bullets are in a Colt 9mm? Oh, it says on my character sheet oh, how many does. are left in there. <laughs> and the next person to go, Jake is up right now. Jake, what would you like to do? So I'm still, like, on the couch, like, kind of near Ella, right? Like, because yes. we're on the side. I'm going to go to her and be like, you need to get him out of here and leave in whatever way you can before he is done panicking on the floor. Can you do that? <laughs> yes. Yes. You, you want me to you want me to take him out? Um she says pointing at Steve as she grabs a candlestick off of the uh, table. No, no. Take Uter and get out of here. Not not take him out. Take yourself out with him. <laughs> um uh she grabs you Uter. It's now her initiative and takes you into the utility room, which is another room that's off the side of this room. Do you go with her? Yes, but I'm spitting curses at the man who just killed my dog. Okay. Understandable, honestly. Uh if it hadn't been a robot, I'd be pretty mad at myself. I um, still am blissfully unaware that that dog is a robot. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, going into the utility room, it is pitch black. Ella says, we need to get to the cellar. I think that's a good idea, Ella. Let's go. I think you guys know your way around well enough. It's going to be awkward, but you can make your way down to the cellar. Hey, let's see what's going on upstairs. Hey, uh, you heard gunfire coming from downstairs. So was I already in the next room by this point? Yeah, I think you are. Uh, you went into a room. Okay, so first question, what does the room around me look like? It looks like this would be a bedroom. There's actually probably a bed underneath all of these boxes and this junk, but it looks like it's mostly a storage room. Also, the power went out, so... Okay. You do notice, actually, that there were two doors you could have gone into. There was this one, and there was a door right next to it that you noticed that has two deadbolt locks uh, all over the door. You didn't know how to open that, so you opened up this one. Hmm. But yeah, it seems to be an unused bedroom. You can start looking around, but the lights are gonna go out pretty soon. Yeah, I'll let you take one action if you like. I'd like to look around for anything that could be used as a lockpick. Anything that could be used as a lockpick? You, yes. you know how to use a lockpick? Yes. Uh, let's have you search it, make an observation roll. So my roll, plus awareness and observation, works out to nine. 
Oh yeah, you're doing great. You find there are just like, it looks like there's some other thing that was being built that has sort of been put apart here, but you're able to maybe make a, a little lock pick out of the stuff, mostly because it's just like, essentially just a hairpin that you can sort of take, but stronger metal, you're, you yeah. yank it out. You also, because you rolled high enough, you find an old dueling pistol covered in dust. Ooh. Can I tell if it's loaded? It's got a bullet in it. Then the lights go out. Okay. Yeah, it's at, at that point, because it was right after the lights went out that all the shit went down downstairs. I probably will have heard the gunshot. And at that point, yeah, I'm going to keep in mind the locked door room and go down all the while stuffing the dueling pistol, like essentially in the back of my uh, belt. As you are running downstairs, I don't know if you notice coming up and down the stairs here. Janet, are you trying to be sneaky when you're going up the stairs in the dark? I think that while Janet was a little gung-ho about the situation when she heard, like, the gunshot, she realized that this was not something she was willing to die for, so she has changed tactics and is, like, survival of the fittest. <laughs> so she's definitely, like, trying to be sneaky. Okay. You know what? Let's have you sneak. I think you maybe make it up to the landing. Okay. And you could try to hide there, and maybe you won't be noticed upstairs. So let's have you guys make opposed rolls. Observation apply for this as well? Yeah, observation would work for you. Um, what would I use for mine? I think it's just agility. Okay, she got a five. I have a six. Unfortunately, Janet, you are noticed by the armed convict upstairs. She's going to play it off because I imagine she realizes that she's going to be found. Oh, thank God, Morden. Here you are. Shit is going down downstairs. I, I think Steve has lost his mind. Uh, what's what's what, what, what are you what are you talking about? Um, here. No, go, go. You're, you're coming with me. Let's go see what's going on. Uh, there's, listen, she does, like, she tries to, like, she's trying to play it off as, you know, she's not resisting, but she also kind of wants to stay in the middle of the steps. Listen, there, there's the dog, there was gunshots. Uh, I just, I got some real, some real bad vibes going on, you know? I, I, I appreciate that, and I understand that, but you're still going to You hear an incredibly loud thump come from a door upstairs. Jesus Christ. Um, ooh, I I don't know if I want to deal what's upstairs or what's downstairs presently. A, a large thump come from a door upstairs. It's the locked one. Hmm. Fun. You know what? We're you're, going downstairs. Yeah, you know what? You're the boss. You're right. And yeah. Going back downstairs, we just have, uh, at the moment, a correctional officer who's handcuffed and a, a wild gunman. How's this played out? What are we What are we both doing, you think? I think I'm trying to calm him down, honestly. Okay. <laughs> it's like, hey man, like, okay, the dog is down, they're gone. I don't know what the fuck is going on either. We need to play this smart. You said you wanted to play this smart. You still got hostages. You're still good, for now. Yeah, you stay right fucking there. Where the fuck did that son of a bitch go? Steve, what's going on? That fucking old man yelled egg a bunch and his dog leapt up at me, but its teeth were made of metal. I shot the fucking thing and it exploded like it was fucking what you... a robot or something. Yo, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? It's the dog. 
Wait a second. Made out of metal? <laughs> Anybody got a fucking light? A lighter? Something? I mean, I guess you have... I don't know... I guess none of you guys would have cell phones. Janet probably has a cell phone. Janet's... Janet's gonna keep that information to herself. As we mentioned, there is a candlestick here. You found some matches when you were in the kitchen. You didn't really think about it too much, but there were some matches in the kitchen. Do you think there'd be, like, a flashlight on my, like, belt of guard stuff? You know what? Sure, there is a flashlight <laughs> on your belt of guard stuff. Steve just kind of fumbles around for a minute, like, trying to grab that, and when he does, he, like, shines it on what used to be a robot dog. All right. All of you are going to need to make rolls because this is not, I mean, not Steve, because Steve already dealt with it. But the other of you are going to need to make checks because this is not a real dog. It's some sort of monster robot dog thing. So 2d6s? Roll 2d6, multiply them by each other, and you want to get below your spirit. What happens if you get your spirit? <laughs> You're okay if you get your spirit. Okay, because I did. I got a 10. Okay. Would this still mess with me if considering the fact that I saw the uh, not-a-real-girl upstairs. Give uh, yourself a bonus of two to your spirit for this roll. Oh, please do. Yeah. I got a... Wait, you said I have to multiply them together? Well, multiply that them didn't together. help. Okay, I got... What's six times five? 30. Brain can't math. Yeah, I got you, a 30. You got 30. You failed. Yeah, which is way <laughs> above my spirit. <laughs> That's okay. I got 16. Which is above my spirit plus bonus. All right. So both of you are going to lose one point of spirit. Okay. And you both need to react wildly. Okay. I don't know how you will react wildly, but you will react wildly. Janet starts gripping at her hair and like her body is trembling just from just like the situation at hand has finally like has finally kind of dawned on her that Steve 100% does not give a shit what happens to any of them. He's like saying that he's a good dude or whatever, but and now they're now they're stuck in this house with like this mon like this monster dog and God's even knows what else is here. She's like, "Oh, oh sweet God, I I should have listened to my mother. I should have just become a traveling agent. Oh God, oh fuck, oh shit." Oh no longer on you're losing your stockholm syndrome yeah and she like tears out a clump of her hair just like oh, from the sheer stress like just from the sheer stress of it all how about you morton steve what the fuck did you get us into bud? i don't fucking know man no 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 this was your idea bud and, and, and you, you want to bring us in here th th no this is on you We're, we got this what seemingly nice old couple in the middle of this, and now we're, we're, we're in the middle of God's knows what, and where did they go? You were supposed to be down the here watching them, Steve. Out, fucker. If you've like, got a what, problem, what? say it, and Steve points the gun at him. Big thud from upstairs again. What the fuck was that? How big is this room that we're in? How big do you want it to be? Steve, how close are you to me with the gun pointed at me? Are you, like, basically have it, like, up in my face or across the room type deal? I'm close, probably two feet from you or something. Something along those lines. Okay, that's still basically yeah. melee range, but... In my defense, um, I have no idea what so, distances are. 
Steve's not good with a gun. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fine. It's, it's kind of apparent. As soon as that thud happens, I'm going to slash at Steve's gun arm with the uh, kitchen knife that I uh, squirreled away. All right, so you make an attack, he makes a defense. For the record, your large knife, you will roll your toughness and subtract one, and that is how much damage it will do. Basically just kind of slashing at his wrist. Yeah, and I'm rolling agility for this, so I got a six. I got an eight. That's a miss. Yeah? Oh, you you think you can- Things are breaking down. Yeah, Steve's (laughs) gonna shoot him. Steve is, is going to shoot this guy. Steve is a little bit faster than Jake, so Jake's not going to get to react or anything here. I guess Janet could do something. I think Janet's going to, like, sidle up to Jake while Morden and Steve are duking it out. And she's going to okay. say under her, her breath, uh, Jake, right? Yeah. Uh, listen, I... You know, I'm going, first of all, I'm going to be apologize for my behavior. I think I might have been Stockholm syndrome a bit. Uh, but there are two windows in the bathroom that lead directly outside. If you know. There is a front door uh, in this uh, living room you're in as well. But that would maybe be a little bit more obvious. Yeah. There is a, there are two windows that I think we could both fit through. You know. Because I I don't like this place. I think the old man downstairs is a little weird, if you get my drift. And we'll get to Uter in just a moment. But Okay, that's enough of that. Uh, Now shoot. Okay, (laughs) I have rolled five plus two, a seven. Okay, and I roll my agility to try and dodge. Yeah, I rolled a five, so I get hit. Oh no. Roll d6 plus two. Six, so that's an eight. So how much health do you have there, Morton? Uh, I am down to two. Okay, that's bad. It is. Hey, Uder, what are you doing downstairs? Talking to Ella. They killed Tristan. They killed the dog. It's terrible, darling. Uh, is there, uh, is there anything we could do? I know there's not a way out from down here. As she's looking around your workshop, which she doesn't like to come into. Is there anything we could get here? There's like a, could you make a weapon? A, is the fuse box down here? Could we get the power back on? I don't know if that would be good or not. Well. There's, there's tools, uh, you know, the the bench. Yeah. We, I don't know. I would, we'd have to, we'd, they'd have to come to us. There's no point us going to them. Okay. Okay. Can we try to turn the power back on? It might be down here. Yeah, maybe, maybe we just leave it up to them, eh? <laughs> All right. Go back upstairs. Let's see. Jake took the shot. Oh, no, Steve took the shot. Jake, you're up. So did we see, when we were coming up, just out of interest here, was there any, like, other buildings here than just the main house? Was there, like, a shed or something? There, you know, or... there is a shed outside. I'm just thinking, where the heck can we go? Because I definitely don't want to go upstairs or downstairs. I turn to Janet and just be like, that's the last shot. We got to go right out the front door. Let's go. Oh, cool. So you're saying this audibly. I'm saying it to Janet. We can just run because you're not going to hit us. Like, that's my intention, at least. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Janet catches the drift. Um, no words need to be said. Um, and is ready to book it when it's her turn. <laughs> and it can be effectively our turn together, right? Because you're the top. I guess you're not the only one at the top of the initiative. Yeah. But it's Uter downst- uh, downstairs. Yeah. So. Well, I'm also at a 15 for initiative. Yeah, but you also got shot, so... No, but, yeah, no, I forgot. We don't have Morton Morton on here. Yeah, 
So I think you could start running. Jake could start moving out and Janet will move when she gets her chance. Morton, what do you want to do? So would I would have would I have heard him saying that was the last shot? Make an observation roll. Oakley doakley. I can do that. That's a five. All right. I was looking for a four, so you heard it. So I'm looking towards uh, Steve, who has the flashlight at the moment. That was your last shot, Steve. I am going to... This time I am going to use multi-strike, because why not? And try and slash at Steve twice. So the first one is a four. I rolled an eight. Cool. And the second one is a seven. A four. So that one hits. Okay, and I will be using Mighty Blow for this. So your knife will... is toughness minus one. But yes. then apply Mighty Blow and, and all of that stuff. Yeah. yeah, so I'm rolling toughness plus two. So that was five damage. Oh, I am down to, to three health. Also, by the way, uh, I should have mentioned this down there. Ella says, I'm not waiting down here while they destroy our house. And she grabs an axe that is used to cut Jesus firewood. Jesus Christ, firewood, Ella. And it's going to move back, back upstairs. Ella, so. chill. Dang, girl. Ella has no chill. I can see yeah. why Uter wanted to marry her. <laughs> Dang, Ella, you crazy. I mean, they killed her dog. Yeah. That's marriage material right there. Let's go here. We had Morton. So now Janet and Uter. Either one of you could go. Janet is going to start making her way outside with Jake. Yeah. yeah. And like the helping is, him. Yeah, it, it's really coming down out there, but you guys make your way, at least on the front porch, you're okay. And I guess you guys are running towards the shed in the back. That's where I'm intending to go. Yeah. Yeah, Janet's going to let Jake take the lead. Uter. You guys are like, wow, shit. And charge up after uh, Ella. Yeah. Takes a while. I'm old. Yeah. Got bad knees. She's younger than you, and uh, she's very spry, unlike you, who is very, you know, age has affected you a lot more than it has affected her. And then you hear from upstairs a different sounding thud, and then a crash. So let's, where is everybody right now? Let's make sure we all understand what's going on. Jake and Janet are on the front porch heading towards the shed. Morton is currently going after Steve with the large kitchen knife that he had squirreled away. Steve is out of bullets. Ella is running up the stairs with an axe. Uder is hobbling along behind her. All right, I think it's Steve. You know what? After uh, getting slashed and running out of bullets and hearing that noise from upstairs and his claustrophobia really kicking in at this point, Steve's gonna fucking just try and get the fuck out of there. To hell with all this! And uh, just gonna just get out of, like, just smack just run and smash through the front door which is already a little smashed through if i recall uh they just sort of ran yeah. through it uh, i don't think it's smashed through details details okay so you want to run to where the other two are everybody's running out the front door or do you want to try to run towards the steve back? just wants to get out of the fucking house <laughs> like the situation has fallen so far out of his control okay i think you can i think you could do that i think you could just start running just know morton could try to catch up with you but then going down it is jake so steve just sort of charged out the door after us presumably i mean yes how close are we are we pretty much right on top of each other you're going you're getting ready to go around the corner and then you see steve run out bleeding profusely with a panic look on his face i don't want to do this but i think i I have to do this. I think I'm going to try to just, like, 
clock him on the back of the head and knock him out. Just both hands together. Just... <laughs> as best I can. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's give it a shot. Uh, you're going to be at minus one because you're handcuffed. Now, I have grappling. Does that apply here? Yeah, you can add... I'll let you add that to your agility. Yeah. Oof. Well, that's a five. I rolled an eight total. So this cop is trying to hit you, but as you are running like a maniac, you're able to avoid it. And then kicking down the door with an axe, running towards you, Morton, is Ella. Get out of my house! Yeah, so that's a three. Yeah, I got a five. She brings the axe down towards you, but does miss you. So that's the end of the round. You hear a sound from upstairs again. This one sounds like metal is breaking and smashing. And then you hear footsteps, loud, heavy footsteps. Hmm. Top of the round is gonna be, we'll have Uter go first. Hello, no, get downstairs. And I'm gonna try and uh, tackle uh, Morton there, was it? So three? That's a five for me. I suppose I was acting to prevent harm to Ella, which is one of my drives. Well, it would have been a five, but if we compare your overall agility versus his overall agility, you're an old man who falls on the ground trying to get this hardened fucking criminal. Help, I followed and I can't get up. Perfect. Yeah. But we got the math right. Okay, I think we'll do Morton because you're what's going on before we get over to Janet. Morton, what do you do? Um, so it's at this point that one of Morton's drives is going to kick in because Morton doesn't like bad people, weirdly enough. And as far as he knows, the, the old man is eccentric, is fucking weird, but the old man, as far as Morton's concerned, is not a bad person. Steve, on the other hand, is definitely a bad person. So Morton is going to uh, lose control and give in to the joy that he takes in killing, and he is going to rush Steve with the knife, and that will be a nine. I, I actually can't beat that no matter what I roll. Can you use, what is your, what are your drives? Oh, sorry, actually, Can... that's uh, 11 with my uh, plus two for my drive. Oh, oh sweet lord. I'm not going to bother. I rolled a six. <laughs> oh, hold on. I rolled a six. I am not going to bother. That oh, if you roll the six, six, you roll it again, actually. Six yes. Six explode. And so 11, 13. Well, I guess I have a chance to beat that if I roll a six right now. I rolled a one, so um, that's not happening. <laughs> Steve's about to get fucking stabbed, isn't he? Ah, uh, yes. Cool. Morton rushes at Steve with the knife and, like, buries it in his back. And as he's doing so, he just whispers in Steve's ear, Shh, quiet now. Everything will be okay. Everything is over. And then he just lets Steve fall. And, uh... The last thing Steve manages is, go fuck yourself. And he dies in the mud. Well, one down. So, uh, folks that are outside, what do you do? Where are the keys to the handcuff on Morden? Are they, like, easily within reach? Yeah, I think they're probably hanging off Morton's belt. Are they, like, clipped to anything? I, I'm mainly trying to see if, like, she could just snag and run. Yeah, you could try to snag the key. I'd have you make an agility check. Okay. Versus, I'll have him make an observation check to see if he notices. Can I use my avoiding real bad convicts? Yeah, I'll let you use that. Yeah. Yike, I got a four. So, 11. So, you see that she was trying to steal the uh, keys off you. Hey, hey, look, I, I haven't done anything against you. 
he ha he got what was coming to him. You got two choices here, okay? You can go keep going crazy like this, or we can stand down, turn yourself over to me. We'll wait for the real cops to show up. And we'll get you right back in there, okay? We dealt with Steve. Doesn't have to go any further than this. Jake, you are in no position to- I'm not the one who shot. Would you like to change that? Can I pepper spray him? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I blame Steve for not checking the hostages. <laughs> Steve, not a very good leader. No, and I would defend with agility, right? Uh, yeah. Could I use my avoiding real bad convicts again? Yeah, I think so. This is okay. particularly, yeah. Is there anything else that I can add? You add, you have weapon mastery with pepper spray, so you could add uh, another one on top of, the, uh, of your agility. All right, six, I got a seven. I have a nine Jesus. plus... <laughs> fucking Terminator Ten. over here. I know. So yeah, I, I avoid the pepper spray. Uh, well, fuck you. You're no better than Steve, Jake, run. I mean, I try to fucking clock him while you're running. Real quick. Well, actually, let's have you try to clock him first. This is very much all three of my drives, really. Pick your favorite. Stopping disobedient convicts, saving your skin so you can see your family again, or protecting the innocent. All three of those. I'm definitely cashing in on that. I don't think so. Oh. No. So, would this be considered turning the tables on someone who tries to push me around because they don't think I can fight back, considering how he brought it up? I think so, yeah. Okay. Remember, you can only use your drive three times. Yep. Okay. 13. Yeah, you got me. I only got seven. Is damage just toughness plus roll here? Uh, let me double check how much damage unarmed does. It's not much, unfortunately. Yeah, I think it's like minus three or something stupid like that. Yeah, minus three. So it's essentially flat roll because my toughness is three. Roll a one. That's a five. So are you trying to do, like, lethal damage or not? I'm just trying to knock you your ass out. You would succeed because that goes over my uh, remaining health total. Because I just watched you fucking jump out of the door and murder the crap out of Steve in front of me. Like I said, he had to come. I mean, he did. But... I don't disagree, however. And for a moment, we could all take a breath, I think. Uter, unfortunately, you are sitting there with Ella, and you notice that Ella did not use the axe very well, and has cut herself pretty badly. Let me take a look at that. As you take a look at it, and she starts taking a look at it as well, she looks down and gasps as she sees that her body is full of gears. Oh shit. What did you do to me, Uter? Uter, well, you do not remember doing this. I think I also look at the dog and for the first time notice that it's also made of gears. Turned me into one of your things, Uter! Uh, I don't remember. You need to make a, an insanity check. Roll underneath your spirit. I'm still good. You're good? I rolled a nine. Okay. You are fine as your wife is really pissed at you. Calm down, calm down. It'll all be fine. We'll get you fixed up. How did this happen? I uh, tell you if I could. She sort of sits down and is breathing heavily. Why am I even breathing? Uh, you know I like authenticity. And folks outside, what do you want to do? Unhandcuff myself? Step one. Yeah, Janet's gonna grab the keys and unhandcuff yeah. Jake. I just say we leave the old people inside. She's gonna pull out her cell phone. Uh, does she have any bars out here? Nope, of course not. Damn it. Cuss the wilderness. I'm going to take the handcuffs off of me and put them onto Morton. And then check him for weapons and stuff. He has a dueling pistol. And a large knife. Well, I guess he doesn't have it anymore. I guess Steve has it somewhat. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, Steve has it. Heavy footsteps are coming downstairs. I need you to get downstairs and wait for You're me. not telling me what to do anymore, darling. You turn me into one of your things. Yeah, that'd be reasonable. We can talk about this later. There's bigger things coming. I don't care. And she smacks you. Not as a way to damage you, so she's not going to, like, roll. But it's a pretty hard slap. You realize that she's no longer holding back now that she realizes what she is. Also, you guys come in. This woman's a robot. I say robot. Robot implies, like, think more like steampunk robot. Gears and, and pistons and, and cogs and stuff. A clockwork creation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do Does that bother you at all? I think with the shit that Janet has seen with the dog i think that this is the least of her worries okay they gotta have a phone right Uder, do you have a phone yeah i do uh, ooh, uh do you need to use it i mean we're gonna get a hold of the cops and we're gonna get out of your hair okay steve is dead the other one's tied up we're okay i don't know what's going on with you i frankly don't want to know what's going on with you we're just gonna that's fundamental call for a ride and get out of here we cool okay go ahead it's in the kitchen <laughs> It was mentioned at the top, of course, that Uder doesn't know that the phone lines are cut. Yeah. <sighs> Would I have known that the phone lines are cut? He probably sent Morton to do that while he was holding on to you. Okay, yeah. well, <laughs> I guess I go try to do that. Yeah. No luck when you try to get on the phone. Ah, of course. Crap, the lines are dead. And as you are in the kitchen, you notice that there is somebody coming down the stairs. It is in older looking gentleman wearing some sort of military uniform and he looks a little bit confused and very angry he does not say anything hello boars uter who is this this is boars say hello boars hello boars hi boars uh, is he friendly? Do we need to be concerned? Bors, you should go back up to your room and wait for me. He turns around and begins to stomp back up the stairs. Okay, it's all good. Don't worry, everybody. Uh, uh, uh hey, <laughs> I just, I want to apologize for my behavior earlier. I, you know, I... I was Stockholm syndrome a bit. I have reflected upon my actions, and I just want to say I'm sorry. Also, I didn't blow up your bathroom. The chimichangas were just a ruse. That's good to know. That was Boris. He's my nephew. He does not look like your nephew. Is he also uh, an animatronic of sorts? No. Uh, she Janet looks towards Ella. Janet, you seen Ella? She has okay. She stood listen, up and has I don't. Steve is dead. The other guy's tied up. I just want to go home. Uder, did you do the same to me? Do I have to do whatever you say? Well, I already asked you to go downstairs, and you didn't do that, so I don't think so. Uh, she's gonna swing an axe at a man trying to take advantage of her as she just brings the axe into your side. I never loved you. Oh, Ella. Oh, we we can talk about this. Oh, jeez. Oh, this really hurts, both physically and emotionally. To be honest. Uh, what does anybody want to do? Janet, let's get out of here. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Let's, um, I think you guys should, you know, hash out your problems with, um, Jeremiah Springington. Uh, you get paid. Peace out. What? I wanted to. 
<laughs> Jerry Springer, but I don't want you guys to uh, Jer- get You can say Jerry Springer. Copyright it. Okay, okay, cut that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah that, Springer. That's uh, Jerry Springer okay. this. <laughs> He's a clockwork man, too. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, uh... Jake, I th- I think it's time to go. Um, as my mom always says, men ain't shit. And she, she turns towards the door. Ella nods towards you two as you are running away and uh, continues to focus on her husband as you run away into the night. I think I scoop Morton up and just leave Steve face down in the mud with the knife in his back and we'll have to come back for him later. Okay. And you just, like, run into the night? Well, I think we just... I mean, the car's out of gas, but they're going to find the car, right? Let's just go wait at the car. Okay. I think they'll keep going until Janet can get bars on her cell phone so she can call for help. Okay. Uh, I think this will kind of bring us to an end. How do we think your situation ends here, Uter? You need to convince Ella not to kill you. Can you try to make a roll to calm down your angry clockwork wife? I'm assuming that would be Will of some sort. Yeah. Ella, please, I don't remember what it was, but you have to believe me, it was the only choice. Whatever it was. You always say that. You never remember anything. You know how it is. I, I need to I need to forget things to make you. Not you. The, the My creations. It's just, it's been so much. I can't. I don't think I can do this anymore. Maybe, maybe that should be your choice, Ella. Anyway, I'm going to go help Boris kill those people. You would kill those people? Just because they know? You know how it is. We can't have people coming to look. If they knew that if someone came, they'd come for you, Ella. Right. And you're the only one who gets to have me. She raises her axe and brings it down. And scene. All right. I think that wraps it up. So let's uh let's have the camera pan around to see what everybody's doing. First, we see Steve bleeding in the mud in front of the house. We see Ella stepping on him as she's leaving. And also, you know what? The, the house is burning. Boris is just getting real anxious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say, what do you do, Steve? But um, you, you don't really have much to do. Mm. What about our survivors? What's the last shot we see of them? Do we find signal sooner than we get back to the road where the car is? Or is that like... Uh, you know what? Sure. You can find signal. Sure. I think Janet's on the phone with the police. And she's like, hello, 911. Is anybody there? What do we think Jake's doing? If Janet got a hold of somebody, mm-hmm. I'm going to prop Morton up against the tree and just like wipe my brow. And then other hand is the dueling pistol that's very antique for some reason. <laughs> Trying to keep an eye on him and just waiting. And Morton. Morton, around the time that he's propped up against the tree, is starting to come to and is attempting to use the makeshift lockpick that he had squirreled away to try and get the handcuffs open. And then the, the camera zooms out and we see the farmhouse burning to the ground. We see weird clockwork things scuttling out as this clockwork woman rides one of them out into the darkness. And that, I suppose, is where we will end Jailbreak. Thanks for listening, ghosts, ghouls, and all who lay beyond. You can find Nathan on the Kingdom Hearts of Forgotten Era podcast at 
KH underscore AFE on Twitter. Damien streams regularly on Twitch under the name Magical Hack. Magical with a K. You can find Lav on Twitter at Slumbering Witch. Russell didn't want to plug social media, but wanted me to plug the concept of public libraries. So yeah, public libraries are great. Go support a public library. Go check out a book or screw around on the computer there. Print something out or get one of the many awesome library services that exist. And Michael just doesn't really want me to plug anything. Me, though, you could find me on Twitter at L-O-T-R underscore Dan. The two best ways you can help our podcast grow is to review us on your podcast platform of choice and to tell a friend. That does help us a lot. So I do want to give a shout out to one review, the most recent review that I've seen, from Fistbeard, who says, Very enjoyable. The show is enjoyable and fun to listen to. Highly recommend. Thanks, Fistbeard, wherever you are. We'll see you all in two weeks on April 21st for a brand new episode where we face the end of the world. Have a sinister day.